0: This is the ZMAR Podcast. Elite Benefits of America helps small and mid-sized companies with their health insurance programs. And
1: now, your host, Butch ZMAR. Welcome back to the ZMAR Podcast. Today, I want to go through some topics for employers as we get closer to the renewal season. We are mid-year. It's probably not top of mind but the elite benefits group put together a scorecard for employers if they're trying to look for evaluation without any obligation, just to kind of see if they have strengths and weaknesses inside the agency or the company. There's four main areas that we kind of hone in on on the scorecard, and that's strategic planning and design, healthcare cost and funding, leveraging technology, and the last one is compliance issues. And I put that last only because I think it's a big hurdle for a lot of people but it is an area we have to go through and so i'm going to walk through some of these areas so you have an idea what the scorecard is you could get access to the scorecard by going to elitebenefits.net forward slash scorecard no obligation you do put your name and email address in it It only goes to me and then we once you complete that form we send you the report again there's no obligation for it it's just kind of see where you're where you stand so i'm going to walk you through each one of those areas to kind of give you an idea what the scorecard actually does or what they're asking for and why we're asking for it. So strategic planning and design. So a lot of employers can't plan one further than one year out. And this gets to be an issue, especially for long-term planning for growth or even if there's financial trouble coming in the horizons, how do you adjust for it? And, uh, and I'll get to finances in a minute, but uh, healthcare expenses inside of a company is one of the biggest areas that the CFO, executive, or owners don't, they have the least control. By moving to different planned designs and, and using strategy behind it, you could actually plan for multi-year planning out. And a lot of it comes down to having more data right now you don't get any data from the insurance company it makes it very difficult to start planning it's the same thing with financial reports from any company if you don't get the financial reports of a company or expenses you can't control anything like they say what gets measured you can control and if you're not measuring it or seeing some type of pulse or indicator on it it makes it harder to actually do something and so by having these strategies you could actually lower costs because you could see in certain areas where it needs to be adjusted maybe there's higher claims in certain areas but you could start predicting multi-year out and then you could have phases and so if certain things are a higher priority you could tackle those in year one year two you could move it out to other things to help control cost and you could start bending the curve we have clients that actually reverse the trend they get the savings in the first year the second year they actually the premiums go down and then even the third year they go down and so Every situation is going to be different, but um, this is obviously completely different than the traditional, what many of us call the status quo renewals. Excuses come up every year for the renewals. Um, Healthcare costs go up every single year, so everybody justifies the expense. You might get a 15% increase, and then the broker goes the bat for you, beats the insurance company up, and they come back and say, hey, we got you at 12% or even 10% or sometimes even lower at 8%. And so it's this number that's somehow created and and the brokers doing their job by negotiating instead of getting that flat 15 percent or even worse at 22 percent you they're going to bat and trying to lower it so they're actually saving you money in the long run however it's just year-to-year strategy you can't go long term by having to beat up the insurance company every year just to keep those uh, percentages down next up is just making the process simple for the employees healthcare is confusing. You send out all this information. Traditionally, we put it in a PDF format, give it to the employees. You expect them to understand it or respond with questions. It makes it very difficult. So part of the scoring process is to try to figure out how simplified your plan is and, and communication with your employees. And so the traditional route is just increasing the exposure to the employee because they're controlling costs, but the employees don't always understand what they're looking at and the format they're actually getting in and And so there are ways to actually simplify that whole process to make it easier what their expenses are going to be, how much their out-of-pocket is going to be, and what their premiums are going to be in payroll versus just the PDF and their handwriting everything in a PDF and then faxing or emailing it back. So simplifying the process is definitely going to help control some of the things with the employees and then make it easier uh, internally with the plan designs and what's covered and what's not covered. Um, but simplifying that process to make sure everybody's on the same page and putting those control measures in place so that it makes it easier to understand. Also, part of the strategic planning uh, is getting the data reports, as I mentioned. These are control measures that we can look at in categories, and then we could combat each one of the expenses. So back to the analogy of other expenses inside of a business, if all of a sudden paper or supplies from a certain vendor goes up, Uh, natural tendency is to go shop those vendors and try to get a lower price or figure out what you're buying. Is it actually better than some other product out there? Whether it's housekeeping inside the office space, janitors, maids that go through whatever it might be in your company, even employee expenses, right? So we all scrutinize these individual expenses, these line items on your P&L statement, And you're trying to figure out, okay, how do I control costs? And healthcare is the only area that doesn't get the same type of scrutiny as any other area. And part of that reason is the status quo shopping, status quo buying of health insurance, status quo renewals. Um, The other part of that equation is most employers don't get access to the data because of the type of plans that they're on. And so... Moving to a plan structure that allows you to get that data, you could actually go line by line and see, okay, holy smokes, my ER visits this year are through the roof. How do we control that? And so now we can go through and figure out what we're going to do for the employee base to help control that. What about urgent care visits or how many outpatient surgeries and where they're going? And so if you're having these outpatient surgeries at the most expensive hospital in in the area, such as Chicago, and you're going to a teaching hospital that some of these standalone surgical facilities could do better, well, then we could strategically design the plan around making a financial incentive for employees to go there and then show them the quality coverage between each hospital and surgical facility. And you're going to be quite surprised that they are at least equivalent. And in a lot of cases, these standalone places are better than even some of the teaching hospitals out there for certain procedures. And so uh, we're able to analyze that data and then have control over it by making adjustments and what we're doing for the planning process. Hey gang,
0: ever wonder what it's like to be a small business owner? It's confusing. Weird expenses coming out of nowhere. And when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year. Reach out to Butch right now. 708 535 3006 or shoot him an email Butch at EliteBenefits.net and be sure to check out the Zimar podcast. Don't wait till the last minute.
1: Put Butch Zimar to work for you now. So part of the funding mechanism is con- after controlling the cost is where does the unused premiums go? And so there's a certain risk analysis the insurance company goes through based on claims that your group is doing it. But if you happen to have good years, what happens to those premiums that end up not being used? So there are strategies to put in place that you're not going to get all your premiums back, but they're strategically designed that you get a portion of your uh, premiums back based on healthier risks for that year. And so uh, that's a huge advantage because employers could see multi-year great health and they will have a bad year once in a while and it could be multiple years but you might have a good year in there that all of a sudden nobody's using as much as they used to so why can't we design a program that if we don't use it all and your employees are doing all the right things that you're asking them for that you get some of that premium back now there is a rule of redistributing it back to benefits So a lot of times they just add it back to the renewal but the premiums, but um, you could deal with that when that time comes. But looking at a strategy that if if premiums go unused, uh, then at least you get a portion of that back. And it's designed, you have a report that shows where that's at, and then if there's any refunds going to be entitled to you, at least you could actually see it through reports. Most fully insured platforms that majority of the businesses are on out there, they don't have access to this information. So if there's unused premiums, uh, the insurance company's keeping them. That goes straight to profit. Nobody else is getting it. The broker's not even getting it. And so this causes a problem because we that's less data that we can see. Uh, we're sp- spending money that we think that is going to healthcare, and it may not be. And the insurance company's just keeping it because that's what they do. Part of the evaluation talks about uh, return on investment with employees. Obviously, having the right health plan in place gives positive impact to the employees, which increases production in the workplace. And so, by having that evaluation and trying to see where categories you go, you can increase the the value of what you're providing to the employees, so they can be more productive. The next section on the scorecard is technology. Not everybody's embracing technology as much as um, they should. There's employers out there that still prefer to use paper from and that's about gone. There's brokers out there that don't want to invest in the technology, don't have the means for it, don't have the resource, whatever it might be. But technology is definitely driving force, and it makes it easier. The old PDFs, You're going to email out to 400 employees, have them review it. You could use DocuSign, put it all in there, and they select the benefits they want and then sign and send it back. That's old school. You could do it. There's other formats uh, through other companies where they're similar to DocuSign in our industry, and those work. Uh, But again, once that's done, the employee doesn't really need to go in those portals, and it's done. And what if they have further questions or concerns or if they forgot what the deductible or copay was or a claim didn't go as planned, they can go in and see their coverage. They can't do that in the old traditional model. Technology allows that to happen. You could m- minimize exchanges between even HR and uh, the employees or office management or the owner. So it makes things a little bit more productive that the employee, if they need information, want information, they can actually log in and get it. If there's enrollment changes, maybe they have a child, they have to add or they get married, or they get divorced, or their spouse goes through their employer's coverage versus the employee's coverage, so they can make those changes on their own through the portal, and they can update their profile. They can see what their new premium is going to be, what the payroll deductions are going to be, and it's hard to do that through email exchanges and spreadsheets, and it's doable. They've been doing it for a, a ton of years, but um, technology is already here. It's been here for a while. More and more employers are embracing it. It's becoming definitely a way of the future, especially now with COVID behind us, hopefully, but with all the remote learning statuses, there's no way to collect all those forms if they're not coming in the office. You're depending on them to scan. What if your employee doesn't have a scanner? They have to go to Office Max. Now you got another expense to reimburse for them. So it's hard to do it. You can communicate through the portals. You could Uh, Make sure if there was updates on the plan, especially right after the open enrollment, there was some changes, then you could update the employee through the portal and they could log in. Technology also allows it to be mobile access. So a lot of the millennials that are in the workforce today, they don't have a computer, don't want a computer, everything's on a tablet or mobile phone. And so having remote access to a mobile compatible website or even some cases an app, you could actually remote in and review the benefits or update anything that needs to be done and have access to it to minimize all the paperwork shuffle in between. And this is really good for employers to minimize the, uh, the amount of time that HR and office managers or even the employer has to go through collecting documentation from the employees, whether they're in-house or if they're remote. The last thing that's on the scorecard um, is the evaluation of how you're doing with compliance. Compliance is a big issue. Uh, it's probably one of the more important ones of the above, anybody can wing the other ones and get it done. The issue with compliance is it could cost you money in uh, fines. And so that'll cost you more than paperwork shuffle or delayed employees or the hassle of um, hagging your employees to get paperwork back. This is where the financial pushes, but employers and brokers spend less time on it. But I finished it with last, so it's the last thing you remember from the scorecard. And maybe it'll stick um, a little bit more in the evaluation that you do for your company Uh, again you can go to leapbenefitsnet forward slash scorecard complete it out yourself we'll complete a report once you're completed we'll have a small conversation so you can take some notes on and some um, follow-up questions and then uh, you could use it however you wish and so it'll at least give you a feedback on where you're at hr updates is definitely a crucial thing there's so many changes in laws how do you keep up with it you could pay for certain subscriptions some people put employment attorneys on retainer so they get access to this and they have to wait for the employment attorney to send it out and that's all great it's the strategy you can do there's software that we provide to our clients and many other brokers do where hr manager or office manager whoever is in charge of the benefits or hr they have a, get a notification anytime there's an update and if there's an updated form the form automatically updates you could re-download it and reuse the form if there's a requirement change in an employee handbook you can make that change and then download a new employee hand, handbook if other rela- uh, regulations such as state or federal law uh, change uh, even if it doesn't directly pertain to you but you want to be aware of it you can get these notifications um, if you're not doing this, this could cost you money in the long run, especially if you have a EEOC or Department of Labor issue, and then you have to combat those regulators and auditors, and that could be a big issue. COBRA is a big compliance. We just went through a big push because of the recent uh, law signed in February for the American Rescue Plan Act but ongoing COBRA compliance of sending documentation out to employees that are terminated, that needs to be all done. There's technology and administrators that take care of this for you, so it's less of an impact, um, but um, it is procedures you have to work on and put in place. There could be violation fi- fines for that. There's a of compliance, even if you're a small employer, down to even two employees, there are of compliance issues that you need to address. So how do you manage that? If there's an update, what happens, right? How are you handling that today? Employment law changes. Instead of retaining or contacting an employment attorney unless they're college buddies of yours or uh, friends from the past, um, it, it's a little hard to get those updates on a regular basis. So working with technology is a key part, but the evaluation we'll see, based on the questions that are there, you could score your own self and, and see how you measure up that way. And then uh, it gives you a measuring tool to see where you need to go. And, and then some follow-ups as well as what you should do next. And so, again, in order to get access to the scorecard, you can go to EliteBenefits.net forward slash scorecard. Again, EliteBenefits.net forward slash scorecard. And you can fill it out with no obligation, put your information in there, evaluate yourself. We'll send you the report, give you some notes to take home with you. So, If you're if you miss some episodes, you could actually go back and listen to uh, just about where all areas where podcasts are available. I really appreciate the listeners and the downloads. If there's anything you need from us, uh, don't hesitate to contact us and we'll go from there. So have a great day.